Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast Unfiltered with me, Taylor James. And me, Emma Tyndall. This is the podcast where we delve into the weird and wonderful. Where no concept, conspiracy theory or conversation is off limits. So join us as we open up shop next door, turn the base up. And have even more of a waffle. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop Unfiltered with me, Taylor James and the incredible Emma Tyndall. How are you, Emma? I love that you always intro me with different superlatives, like incredible, the wonderful, the amazing. I need that every day I walk into a room. (laughs) So you should. You're a supermodel now. Oh, thanks. As Caprice (laughs) so very kindly said, so are you, Taylor. We're all supermodels, you know? Very true. We're all beautiful Mm. in our own and weird Mm. way. Mm -hmm. How are you? (laughs) I love the fact that before we hit record we're both quite admittedly in a bad mood actually <laughs> seething is probably the word um but we're here we're recording another episode this always puts a smile on my face obviously seeing your face puts a smile on my face so no. it's get it's i feel like the mood is being lifted already 
Yeah, you're right. It is so funny, isn't it? Lou? Literally both <laughs> logged on. Like, how are you? I feel like shit. Yeah, same. Oh, great. It's going to be a fantastic <laughs> episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, make it till you really, make it. <laughs> so difficult to um, kind of whittle down the weekly waffle this week. But I feel uh-huh. like we should just launch right into it. I mean, speaking of launching straight into it, the thing that's really got on my nerves this week is the staff at Audi, the way they <laughs> launch my shopping <laughs> down, down the conveyor belt. Even saying it is riding me up. There is just no need for it. There is honestly, there is no need to go that fast. I have so much respect for Audi checkup people for their speed. I'm like, I don't think I could get a job here because I just, I'm not that quick. Like the their skill is actually admirable compared to most other supermarkets but i do agree they, they have do to go work. through some kind of like leap test <laughs> <laughs> to work at audi on the checkouts oh my gosh do you remember bleep tests at school yes i was that kid who absolutely loved them i don't think we would be oh, friends of course at school. You were. no we wouldn't <laughs> look think, at us oh, now yeah we'll do it yeah i know <laughs> I bet you had like oh. the proper running trainers, like you had Ops. all the kit as well. Of course you did. I did peak at school to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what's um, your, go on, go on, get off your chest. What's one you up? So I obviously moved, I moved to Canada and I got a new number. And last night I had this really horrible stream of messages from somebody who wouldn't tell me who they were but knew that I was new to Toronto and knew that I was British I haven't given my number to anyone but they were being really I mean it was male and just horrible um as you can imagine just kind of leading questions and then sending unsolicited things that I didn't want to know or see and like it just freaked me out like because it wouldn't Is this tell a brand me who new number? was. Yeah, but it's a Canadian number, so it's someone here. But I haven't given my number to anybody, so there's only a limited number of people that could be. And you know when you just feel really gross, it's like this person knows no. or has met me. And like I, and I've been here, what, five days? Like I haven't, I cannot even tell you how little people have my number here. Like it, it just freaked me out. And then, so yeah, I like, barricaded my door and then I was thinking like oh my god could it be someone from the bank or the phone company like they're the only people who have my details and then I was like if it's them then they know where I live and I just like freaks me out and I was like how dare you prey on someone like already vulnerable when you move to a new city and you don't know anyone like it was just really it's just pissed me off and I know that we talk about yeah. men on this as being like the weekly waffle <laughs> men why, but this why week, break I just, have it now <laughs> I just I just oh, like some of the stuff that you and I'm just like it's so unnecessary like I don't no one should have to feel like that though I know so that's my weekly waffle self-acceptance yes we're talking about all things positivity being all zen and really accepting thyself thyself two things which i am very bad at doing but you know what we roll with it yeah Um, we're here we're having an open chat about it and we are this is what we're all about 
exactly and speaking of the way I tied it in with positives and negatives is obviously you know me the dictionary whore is back um we're talking about self-acceptance and the dictionary defines self-acceptance as an individual's acceptance of all of their attributes positive or negative so when we're self-accepting we embrace every part of ourselves not just the positive things but love ourselves unconditionally so my my question to you, Taylor, would be what are the negative things which you have accepted about yourself that you, you know perceive what? to be negative? And this took me a long time to get to this stage, right? Mm. But the way I've kind of got to this stage where I am now, like in my life and how kind of comfortable and comfortable I'm feeling, is that I had to forgive myself. Like I had to kind of go back to certain situations that used to play on my mind over certain actions or certain the way I treated people and be like, Do you know what? That wasn't okay. But like, I forgive you. You can't take that forward into this like newer version of yourself. Mm. Like you've learned from your mistakes. Stop giving yourself a hard time. It's time to move on. And that's kind of one of the biggest things I've learned, not only from the waffle shop, but even just by like surrounding myself with like, the positive people I now have in my life and mm. it was very difficult to do because obviously everyone especially doing what we do and it's very easy to kind of get into your head about like am I doing the right thing should I say that should I do that when if as long as you're being honest and open and kind of yourself like yeah. you shouldn't have to apologize for that like there's only one of you and if as long as you're not hurting anyone or being a bit of a dick then I think, yeah, I think that was probably the, the thing I had to mm. learn the hard way, I think, about self-acceptance. Yeah, because people, you know, that word gets thrown around a hell of a lot these days, doesn't it? And when I think of it, I'm just like, oh, you just got to accept who I am. Like, that's fine. But the hardest bit, as you said, is actually accepting all the things that maybe you're not so keen on about yourself and that yeah. you kind of want to change. But I find it really hard striking the balance between accepting potentially the things that don't serve me but then also maybe trying to change them if they're not serving me do you know what I mean yeah. like how do you make that balance of say for example if I was a selfish person which don't get me wrong sometimes I can't be like we sometimes can. you're allowed to be sometimes right so then do I accept that personality trait about me or do I understand that actually being selfish is not always a good thing and maybe I should work towards changing that like I find it really hard to know mm. where I think, it, when, I think you need to put it into context with that because if like mm. if you were being like selfish in terms of like maybe like doing something that was right by you at that time I as much as we kind of give ourselves a hard time about there's like a sense of guilt isn't there that comes in yeah it comes to be but if you know deep down it was the right thing by you and was right for you at that time I don't think you should feel bad for that. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and joining us to have a waffle about all things self-acceptance this week is the wonderful Charlie Powell. So Charlie is a radio presenter, producer, and a DJ, and she's worked across some of the major UK stations, including Kiss FM, Capital Radio, um, and she's a big advocate of all things self-acceptance and basically just like stepping into your power and knowing who you are and running with it. So we thought she'd be great. And she's a legend. 
she was one of my first ever guests on the waffle shop so she? we go way back so i'm very excited uh... now to kind of to see what's happening like a bit of it be a bit of a catch-up but obviously those kind of episodes really kind of helped me step into myself and accept like an older version mm. of me to me to get to this point so now I'm excited to kind of hear and kind of share over like what's happened over the past couple of years and hopefully to Aww. enlighten me you and our lovely listeners of how to accept yourself love it well before we get on to that we have our segment of the week which is I always say is it sweet or is it salty? And it's not. <laughs> it's just because I'm an absolute pig when it comes to popcorn. It is, in fact. Is it sad or is it sweet? Sweet and salty popcorn is the best kind of popcorn, though. Of course I'll it is. Of course mm. it is. Now, with past episodes, you've brought to the table your sad or sweet situations. Now, I thought I'm going to bring one to the table this week. Yes. And kind of get your opinion. <laughs> because Okay, I'm ready. This is a the people who know this, it's a bit of a mixed bag, but I'm a huge fan of The Lion King. Okay, bear with me here. And I have a teddy of Simba, <laughs> which as an adult, yes, I know it sounds weird, but I my mum was in hospital recently, so I took it to my mom to like for her to look after. And be like, you know, it's something from home, something that she knows that means something to me. And I thought, you know what? And then it sounds really sad. But afterwards, I was like, well, I hope they take it with her and she looks after it. And then I had to kind of remind myself, I was like, Taylor, that's not what you've done something nice here. So I probably felt a little bit selfish. But yeah, Emma, is it sad or is it sweet? As a 32 year old male, I have a. A Lion King teddy. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good one. Um, I think it's, I think it's sweet. I actually do because, okay. <laughs> I mean, oh, it depends. Like, okay, so if you were on a date or you brought someone back, um, do you sleep with said? Simba between you or like does he get involved with <laughs> okay hang on a minute <laughs> no because this is talk a very dark turn <laughs> no so he just because that would be sad the kind of on my chest of drawers oh okay oh okay no that's sweet but then that, that shows weirder because you're... it's like he's <laughs> just watching watching <laughs> Simba's actually a pervert <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't judge you because I also have a cuddly bear called Ben and I've had him okay. since I was a baby. So, and he, he, yeah, like when I was with my ex, he used to sleep between Ooh. us. Like it'd be me, oh, Ben, wow. and then my, my boyfriend. <laughs> Such so a really interesting I think... question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm the right person to ask it because i think it's sweet all day long but should we throw it out to the let's throw it i out think to we listeners. should okay is it sad or is it sweet as that as an adult we have teddies yeah okay Let guys message tindle 2.0 or the waffle shop podcast if uh, you have an opinion on that because that would actually be cool to know 
before we embarrass ourselves even further, should we bring in Charlie? Yes, we should bring in Charlie, but you've just done what I always do. Ah! <laughs> Got you! Um, so our waffle word of the week, this is the word that we choose the episode before um, and we basically have to try and slot it into the interview within context as smoothly as possible. It's a competition. It's currently to all. Taylor, the waffle word of the week this week is... Thimble. <laughs> Thimble. Let's go. Bring it on. Bring it. Let's get Charlie in. Firstly... Thank you so much for joining us for a waffle. This is like, this is round two for you now. Round two? How long ago was the first one? Like I would say to Emma, probably a couple of years ago now. Was it that long ago? Wow. Yeah, I think it's one of my first guests. Yeah, wow. 2020. Wow. We've had a pandemic in between all of that. True. And do you know what, what still makes me laugh? One of the things I took away most of that episode is the fact that you bought Britney Spears a tin of tuna. <laughs> 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 I did. <laughs> I did. I bought her a tin of tuna that she wanted um, and ate the le- leftovers of her turkey sandwich as well. Uh, There's not many people who can say that, Charlie. I know. It's on my, it's on my hinge profile. <laughs> <laughs> it starts a lot of conversation. <laughs> you should have kept it and sold it on eBay or something. I know. That, that I know. should go for a lot of money. It would at the moment, wouldn't it? Good. Tough out there. Got to eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cost of living's going up. Oh, don't even start. No, we're having a positive self-acceptance episode today. And mm-hmm. we thought, obviously, what a great subject with a great person who basically, I was about to say, breeds positivity, but then that makes <laughs> me sound really fucking weird. Breeds positivity, um, I'll take that. Yeah. But you, you're obviously you're an advocate for all things self acceptance, you know, pride, and just basically mm-hmm. being who you're supposed to be. Yeah. And we thought, obviously, what a perfect subject to have a waffle about with you. Love it, love it. I'm here for it. Let's do it. So I'm gonna quickly throw you into the bus and be like, what does it mean to you? Like, what what does self acceptance? How does Charlie accept herself? How does Charlie accept herself? Um, it's been a bit of a journey, actually. Um, and it's taken a lot for me to accept myself because, you know, various reasons, self-confidence issues, sexuality, all that kind of stuff. But I think the main thing is, like, looking really within yourself, like, the, the bad bits, the good bits, and, you know, accepting that you're not going to be perfect all the time. And sometimes, you know, you can make mistakes and everything. And it's all about kind of, accepting that and just as long as you're trying your best all the time I think I think that's a good place to start you mentioned (laughs) (laughs) key word there for me and I think this is one of the things that when it came to kind of like my kind of self-acceptance was the fact that nothing is perfect like we're all kind of striving for what Mm -hmm. perfect is but no one's actually no one actually tells us what perfect is but for some reason we're all striving for perfection yeah, Whereas my think... version of perfect is completely different to like your two. So it's like, mm. what we're we chasing something that doesn't really mm. exist. I also, th- I also think social media is such a horrible place for that because of, you know, people paint their uh, snapshots of their life, which makes it look perfect. Where And we all think that that's what life's supposed to be like. And actually, you know, it's not. And, you know, yeah. you can have a rubbish day and that's all right. And 
have you heard of the Be Real app? I've just got it with my friends. And, oh my God, um, yes. It's so good for that because I, like probably the rest of the population, I'm very guilty of whenever I put anything on my Insta story, it's always something which is great or mm. having a good time. And Be Real is like literally as it sounds, Be Real. So it, it comes up with a notification at random points of the day and every all of your friends that you have on there have to take a picture of what they're doing at that exact moment. And it just kind of hones in and reminds you of like the boring mundanities of life that we all do. Yeah. So like today it was me doing my washing up. My friend was sat with, with a coffee at her desk doing work and it's like we don't see that side of no, everyone's lives no no um, yeah I think it's great yeah I need to get it I need to get it um it's not a little bit dangerous yeah it is not like, <laughs> no, no one wants to see my what mind, I'm up to. yeah my mind automatically went to like sometimes like it's quite a privilege to get paid to go to the toilet so <laughs> <laughs> what? It's, like, it's like you get it's like a bit of a privilege isn't it that sometimes you get paid to go to the toilet I mean, you you mean when you're shitting on the company's to... time that's what i meant you don't get to do <laughs> right. that but i yeah, don't know some yeah, of those there's so. some gross people out there we've all seen like the documentaries and stuff that people will do anything for money nowadays yeah but, oh my gosh yeah yeah but that's what i meant like obviously if i get a notification like i'm on the toilet i'm like oh well what do i do yeah yeah <laughs> charlie do you remember uh taking the conversation back to you uh... <laughs> thank you <laughs> Do you remember a time when you fully started to accept yourself? Because I think when we're younger, it's a lot harder to, or maybe we're not really aware of the fact that we're supposed to be doing it, but definitely mm-hmm. sort of throughout my 20s, I learned that I need to accept who I am to then be able to have the relationships that I want and stuff like that. So was there a time for you, do you think, where you felt your most authentic or like ready to do that? I think only now, really, like I'm really starting to accept myself. But in terms of sexuality, I would say when I moved to London, um, because I grew up in Cornwall where there's literally nobody. um, And uh, I didn't even know what being gay was. And I always at school felt different, but didn't quite uh, know why or, or, or why it was that I didn't quite, you know, fit in and when I say fit in I had friends and everything like that but you know when you're that age you talk about you talk about you know boys that you fancy and teachers that you fancy and everything and like all my friends would just bang on about it and I I really just would not you know relate at all in that kind of area of things and it is quite you know a common topic that you talk about when you're like 15 14 um so yeah I think I think as soon as I moved to London and kind of understood what being gay was and met people you know who were who also you know the same sexuality as me that's kind of when I started accepting myself and kind of um feeling a bit more comfortable with it as well because at first it was like so kind of you know you're talking 15 years ago I I can't even do the maths on my head but (laughs) but back but back then at school it wasn't you know now it's 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 it it looks like it's absolutely fine and you know you wouldn't get picked on or whatever but but I don't know about you guys but when I was at school it was still quite a you know negative topic you know people would people would you know people were still saying oh my god that's so gay you know for things Mm -hmm. that were quite negative so you know, I think, yeah, I think moving to London definitely um, opened my eyes and mind to all different types of people and, and stuff. So, yeah. It's kind of like that really cheesy saying, isn't it, about like finding like your tribe. 
yeah it's kind of like you kind of have this inner voice that I think and I think it's fair to say like some of us talk to ourselves like better shite sometimes whereas we wouldn't dream of speaking to our friends like that and I think when it comes to kind of self-acceptance I had that real kind of like well why am I talking to myself like that but I wouldn't yeah. talk to other people like that mm. so it kind of I had to change like the my whole kind of like language and how mm. um the way I looked at myself because mm. it was just like it was so easy to fall into this kind of like negative trap of like one I'm either comparing myself to someone else or kind of again chasing this kind of perfect thing that doesn't exist so it was like I had to kind of forgive myself for being a bit of a dick Mm -hmm. to be like for me to actually move forward yeah and it's I think it's also about kind of who you surround yourself with and the relationships you have and the environments you're in you know if you're around negative situations a lot that's not going to help you be the best version of yourself so it's kind of I will always go back to like really having a long hard look at yourself and your surroundings and who you're associating with and if it's not serving you well bin it off do you know what I mean (laughs) absolutely (laughs) (laughs) you know being out there as much as you are like on live radio or whether you're presenting like whatever it might be like do you think that I mean I don't want to put words into your mouth but like there's an element of kind of imposter syndrome sometimes that kind of plays into the whole kind of self-acceptance kind of thing because I mean I think me and Emma speak about it quite often that there's certain things or certain episodes or whatever we're doing like is that good enough like am I qualified to say these things am I qualified to be doing this like Mm. with your line of work do you do you feel that as well and like how do you combat that it's really common and I get it a lot um and I think talking to other people helps because actually a lot of people really struggle with it as well. Um, But I always just, anything I don't think that I, I, I've got quite a, I'm, I always think I'm not good enough to be able to do this. You know, for example, I I hosted Trafalgar Square at um, Pride a couple of weekends ago and I, and and the week leading up to it, I was so nervous and I, I was talking to myself in such a negative way. It was like, you're not good enough for this. You know, you're not, you're not, you know, you're not experienced enough for this. And there was so much negativity. And actually I, I managed to go out there and, and, and somehow do a really good job. <laughs> you know, you, you need to give yourself a lot more credit, you know, like you wouldn't be in these situations if you couldn't do it. And also everybody's winging it. Do you know what I mean? One of my, I, I'm going to be really cringe now, but my biggest, my favorite quote is feel the fear and do it anyway. And I've just stuck mm. by that my whole career. Um, and uh, yeah, that'll be it. But I, generally being really open and speaking about kind of how you feel about imposter syndrome and anything really you'll find that a lot of people feel the same um and I think that helps a lot as well knowing oh, yeah. that you're not like, feeling that way it's yeah, generally like sure. cracking advice and I wanted to because obviously we're very open about all of us listen to music obviously music's one of the my biggest coping mechanisms I imagine obviously with you being a DJ like music is a quite a big outlet for you whether you're making it producing it like you know playing it what are the coping mechanisms that you have like are you sat at home with like your sewing needle and thimble or like what is it that you're what is it that gets you through the day when you are feeling a little bit rough um friends definitely um I I thrive from socializing and when I don't I actually get really miserable so definitely kind of switching off and just having a bit of fun um is 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 great and also exercise I do a lot of um 
like I'm not like a massive gym head, but I will go and just run on the running machine for as long as I possibly can. I feel great <laughs> afterwards. Um, so, so yeah. And, um, yeah. And just talking to people like I have a therapist and I think it's so important because even if you yeah. don't feel like you need one, it's great to just talk to somebody who has, who is completely removed from your life, who can give you kind of honest um, opinions and discuss things with you from a complete non-biased, you know, um, place. So, so yeah, mm. I think that's important as well. It's funny what you just said about coping mechanisms though, because I also think in our industry, like self-acceptance comes so much from within, right? Like it's something you actively have to try to do because a lot of us are wired to be negative about ourselves, like you've said. Mm -hmm. But I think in creative industries, especially when you put yourself out there, you rely on other people's opinions of you to actually make a living. So for example, mm -hmm. for Taylor and I, like we put this podcast out. If people don't listen, it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And like for you, you put your music out, but if people don't listen, like you don't have a job. So it's yeah. like, how do you um, accept yourself and like back yourself while knowing that, you know, other people's opinions do matter? Yeah, I think knowing that, you aren't for everybody and there's going to be somebody out there that doesn't like what you're doing but mm. in order to be successful and you know and do these jobs like you are going to have people that 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 don't love it and actually some people that really love it um and mm. um I very much enjoy the mute button on Instagram and Twitter and I just you know kind of block out any any sort of negativity or um anything that I get but it you know you do get the odd like text or tweet where you know and and you know and initially that really would affect my day like I'd be thinking about that one tweet or that one text in you know from someone being really negative and saying something not very nice like all day but now it kind of builds a bit of a thick skin if you if you if you want to be kind of you know, in that in, in the creative industry but I always kind of think that's on them that's not on you that's they don't know you personally you know like if, if somebody's out there taking it upon themselves in their day to make you feel not very nice about yourself then the problem lies with them not you you know so mm -hmm. I think that's important to remember as well um but yeah um it, it goes back to if you're if you're happy with yourself and you are comfortable with yourself then nobody else's opinion will matter um mm -hmm. so so yeah you have to be kind to yourself and once you once you're once you love yourself and you're kind to yourself and um yeah you won't you kind of won't care so much what other people think if that makes any yeah. sense at all no it does no, definitely do, do you find that so I know you just said earlier because you said you put that Britney Spears thing on your hinge profile I don't know if you are still dating but like do you find that in dating as well it's easier to date once you are more accepting of yourself because I know that when I first started dating I was so preoccupied with what other people thought about me that I was actually just then not actually being real or genuine at all I was just catering myself to each person that people. I would date yeah yeah and then yeah but I, I again and then you get into relationships where you're actually not compatible because you know mm. you've ended up kind of selling yourself in a way that isn't actually you um so so yeah um I think communication is important right from the get-go with that kind of stuff um not not to, not not oversharing too much <laughs> but um <laughs> I'm still you know I'm still on the journey of of you know worrying what people think um but you know 
you can't control that though can you like I, I found out obviously very recently with talking about for the first time the fact that I started like dating a man for the first time and I thought it was going to be this big like grand reveal and like I was like worked myself up for about four well that was four weeks I think that episode kind of sat recorded before I actually had the balls to actually like do you know what oh, we're bless, going yeah. with it we're going with it and it just came out with like everyone was like meh I was like I have built this up in my head for so long yeah no one actually cares everyone is so wrapped up in like what they're doing and how they look and it's just like you know what and I think it's just proof that again you need to just focus on yourself as long as you're being happy authentic being yourself doing what you want to do Mm. that's all that matters you can't control what other people think or feel about you no and And also a lot of the time it's not negative you know that's just you speaking to yourself in a negative way for example my braces I spend 80% of the day thinking oh my god they're looking at me oh my god they're not gonna think I look good because of my braces and all the rest of it and like I saw somebody with braces the other day didn't even think I literally didn't even think twice do you know what I mean and it's just it just shows that kind of you know (laughs) People are spending all day narcissists. sat there going, oh, Charlie's <laughs> got braces. Like, they're, they, you know, they're getting on with their day. So Nobody thinks about you as much as you think about you, because I always say that to myself. Yeah, yeah, it was like something that. along the lines of that. Yeah. But yeah, it's completely right. Like, you're not the centre of everybody's life, like, you know, mm. at all. We're like, not the main characters, yes. <laughs> basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, I'm fuming about that, to be honest. Yeah, but, absolutely. <laughs> how dare I not be... First, obviously, thank you for sharing that because I think it's quite very like a vulnerable place to be in when we have these kind of conversations. But there is one final question, Charlie, that I need to ask. And obviously, with you being a DJ and you know being this big advocate for like mental health and self empowerment, do you have a song that if you're feeling a bit shit and you're like, right, no, that's it, I need to hear something to like get me right back and remind me who Charlie is? Do you have a song that takes you there? recently Beyonce break my soul it is the most empowering it's so good it it sounds amazing and the lyrics are like bang on as well so yeah I would say Beyonce break my soul mate every single time I love that to have the album absolutely bang yeah the whole album the whole album yeah and they've done a Madonna remix today of break my soul so break my soul but with Madonna as well so check that out that's that's double okay. that's double empowering <laughs> added to the waffle playlist yes. <laughs> yeah yeah add it to the waffle playlist uh Unreal. as always I love catching up with you you genuinely are one of my favorite people like and considering where when we first recorded I think the pair of us was slightly slightly on this journey and now kind of having this like catch up again I can see kind of how much you like you've grown and like there's a big smile you you. Too. Not, that, not that you were miserable you the last time we recorded but, no but, but we, were, we were both going through a bit of shit time weren't we mate exactly to be fair though it was when me and Emma started this recording we we're like oh, we both started like in really bad moods and now I'm like I'm like yes oh, like, ready for it oh. <laughs> oh she's lush she's great isn't she do you know what's even greater that you got thimble yeah i know you, you know can't cross my question as well i could see it in your eyes when she was talking i was like oh, i'm pretty sure because we always do it around the same time i think we get about 10 minutes into the chat and then we're both like fuck we need to put the i remember i know it was a smooth transition i'll give you that 
Thank you. Thank you. Do you know how difficult it is? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to man bash here, but how difficult it is as a man to concentrate on the conversation as well as think <laughs> of the questions <laughs> and then get thimble in there as well. It's <laughs> so difficult. Oh, so good. I'm sweating. So good. I wonder that. when. <laughs> I wonder if we'll ever get to the point where we'll have a guest on who, you know, once we're in like a few seasons in where it becomes, you know, they know that there's a waffle one of the week where the one, like, they'll just interrupt us and be like, <laughs> I know that you just slipped that in. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for Sing It, Suck It. Is it a hit or are they talking shit? It's the best time of the week. It's Sing It or Suck It. <laughs> Well, our energy is certainly like <laughs> it actually has <laughs> gone from zero to a hundred real quick. Um, uh, but it is, it's the best time of the week. It is time, of course, for Sing It or Sack It. Now, for anyone who's just joining us, Sing It or Sack It is a segment of the show where we dissect some of the finest song lyrics out there by some of our favorite artists and decide whether they have merit. Or are they complete and utter shit? Now, what's what? What are you singing this week, Emma? Or well, sacking? I, oh, what am I? What oh. am I singing or sacking? I have a feeling you're going to sing this because we've spoken about it before. <clears throat> but I think it's a good conversation topic. We get together. Oh, we get together. But sex is only better when there's feelings involved. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Shake it like My outcast. a picture. I used to think it was shake it like a pepperoni pizza. Don't know I mean, where I got that from. That was probably the end of your um, <laughs> culinary career. <laughs> career. <laughs> career. Um, yeah, we get together, but sex is only better when there's feelings involved. Taylor, thoughts? Do you know what? I, I am going to sing it. Because mm -hmm. I do think sex is better when there are feelings involved. Because I feel like you let yourself go a little bit more. You kind of, your inhibitions are like, yeah, like you get into it more because you're with that person. And then obviously you want those feelings to continue. I agree. I, I, yeah, I mean, having had one night stands before, I would say that sex is better when you know the person like we all know that sex is shit when you're single and you're just kind of floating around. You don't yeah. really know what you're doing. And because, because sex is always better when there's communication and normally you communicate with the people who you care about and have feelings for. And so exactly. it only makes sense that sex is better with those people. Yeah. Because I mean, I think there has to be a certain level of feeling there for you to want to sleep with someone, but then I might just be a little bit naive and a bit Disney about <laughs> it. But then <laughs> There was obviously a situation that I've been in at some point this year where there was a little bit of a, a one night stand situation. Then afterwards, I was left feeling pretty shit because then mm. it didn't quite work out and I'd already kind of invested feelings. So oh, that's an interesting way to think about it, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I love that you just said <laughs> that. Now I'm thinking about it differently as well. You're right, because if you have feelings for someone, then the aftermath of the sex yeah. is harder to deal with if you like them and then say if something goes wrong but like you said 
having sex with someone surely requires a certain amount of feelings in the first place. Or so am I just being a, a bit naive? No, I don't think so. I think even if you have a one night stand, you've got to have some form of feelings for that person. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm not a one night stander kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's always a time and a place for it, but I wouldn't say that, yeah. Oh, it's an interesting one. No, I think I'm gonna sing it as well. Yeah, let's sing it. Okay. Give me some sugar. I am your neighbor. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> oh, well, on to I thought this was be a perfect song to kind of lead with singer or suck it with, purely because of the whole kind of self-acceptance thing and kind mm-hmm. of what we've just discussed in the rest of the show, obviously with the really Charlie. And it's by the Sugar Babes. It's a song called Ugly. And the song lyrics go, <gasps> people are all the same and we only get judged by what we do. Personality reflex name. And if I'm ugly, then so are you. That just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> I honestly, me too. What is wrong with us? No. I felt a bit emotional then. Yeah. But I'm going to launch straight into it. And I'm singing this because there is... One, there is no person on this planet that is entitled to make you feel like shit. Whether Mm -hmm. it's anything about your body, your personality, anything, there is not one person. But when there's these people out there who do have these kind of negative opinions of you or they're using words like ugly or you're this, you're this, you're this, they have those insecurities too and Mm -hmm. they are projecting them onto you to make you feel as shit as they do. You're not ugly whatever these people may think of you you can't control that but honestly no one's ugly so i'm singing mm. it oh i i honestly love those lyrics so much you're so right you're so right and it does tie back into the theme of self-acceptance because if somebody does say that to you it, it takes real knowledge of yourself and awareness of the world around you to be able to to get through a comment like that. And then what I find really sad is that most of the time when we're called ugly or we're insulted, it's actually when we're really, really young, you know, like at school age or from five to 18, that's when you probably get the most insults thrown at you because children don't know how to A, communicate properly, but B, deal with those sorts of comments. And so if someone tells you you are something, you nine times out of ten tend to believe them i love the sugar babes i'm going to see them in november everyone quite a few people laughed at me but i was like i don't care what anyone says they they were like the soundtrack to like my like not necessarily childhood but like they were like the girl bands of my time they were my first ever concert first ever concert i went to the sugar babes concert yeah reading hexagon in like 2000 and gosh six Oh wait, which version of the Sugar Babes was this? Oh, I'm, like, I'm talking like OGs. Oh, I'm not talking OGs. This was oh no, it was. It was the same lineup as oh, I can't remember their names. Awkward. Uh push the well, button. I, oh yeah. Well, I can remember their names, Emma, because one of them agreed to come on the show via Instagram DM and ah. left me on red. <laughs> so if you're ready to come on the show. Push the button and let me know. (laughs) (laughs) So Taylor, as the winner of the Waffle Word of the Week this week, 
what is next week's next week's word or should i say words no feather duster (laughs) it's not nice is it (laughs) feather duster cool and knowing what our next episode is about like there's just no way (laughs) oh god actually (laughs) well you said it now so Uh, there we go yeah all right guys tune in next week to see us absolutely embarrass ourselves fully trying to slide that in there um we have a great guest lined up for you next week and a great theme um so yeah stick around we'll see you next week How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.